Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances, but most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zdrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalen. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. Grand Rising, and thank you all for joining us on this edition of the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show. I'm Naima Latif, and you are in for a treat today. We've been talking about solutions to problems, and we've been talking about how we can help families to have greater economic opportunities for growth, and we've been also talking about how to be more supportive of parents. Well, today's business leader a woman who has developed a solution to a problem joins us today to give us an opportunity to address what is needed, particularly for those people on the go with children. And as we know, often when we are parents, life changes and Sometimes our children need things, and we are not there 
to supply those needs. So we panic. If you've ever been a mother and you've been out and your child is an infant or a toddler and they need to go to the bathroom and you have no more diapers, you are in a full-blown panic. Well, what about if you could get something like a diaper out of a vending machine? Well, that's what our guest today, uh, Lavinita Martin of Oops Diapers, uh, is here to talk about today. And we're going to bring her on in just one moment. And we want you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak, and we will gladly take your comments. Uh, One of the issues that we're facing today is not so much problems as lack of imagination. Lack of the ability to come up with solutions to problems. And this is what the female solution is all about, bringing you solutions to the issues that we face so that we may make a change. Now, as many of you know, Chicago has been involved in uh, the process of uh, selecting new leadership and is certainly excited to now have someone in position that is Speaking of making a change, and we know that when we use our minds, we can create whatever it is we need. So this is this is what we are addressing today: meeting a need and providing an opportunity for those who have ideas to bring them forward. So we're going to talk about what it takes to bring forward an idea to fruition, especially when the idea is something that is Maybe a uh, a revolutionary idea. So certainly we want you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak so that we can 
help you to be more enlightened. We're going to, uh, before we bring on our guest, going to give you a little bit of insight on some of the conversation that was had this uh, past Monday. Uh, as we talked about what is needed for changing of the situation in our society, what is it that we need to do? Uh, if you are able to create something that could generate revenue and solve a problem, you can most definitely make a difference. And this is what we're about today, is making a difference. So we'll be joined shortly by our co-host, Kareem Hamid, and our guest. And you are listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. I'm Naima Latif. And as always, we appreciate you for joining us today. And uh, if you have a business idea, we want you to call in 515-605-9325 to me, the co-host, the guest, and the listeners and viewers. Uh, One of the issues we are facing today is the despair and the distress that comes when we as a human family are not able to opportunities so that people can survive. And this is what is uh, so much by our youth and this is one of the reasons why we're disarray because one of the things that our youth feel and if we 
understood what is happening, instead of us seeing this as a policing issue, we would see it for what it is. We would see it for the we would see this for the opportunity that it presents. And if you are willing, you can create a solution that makes sense. But if you have no ideas, then you simply descend into despair. And this is what we're desiring not to happen. One of the issues that we're facing of uh, respect and a lack of hope in our youth because they're not seeing ideas manifested. Ideas are what are needed right now. We need fresh new ideas. We need fresh new thoughts. We need ways of assisting We need ways of motivating, and we need ways of inspiring. This is what's missing, the inspiration. This is what is missing, inspiration, motivation, and positive expectation. We're missing positive inspiration and expectation. And if we're able, we can certainly create opportunities that can get us out of the situation we're in. So if you are one of those people with an idea to share, we invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak so we can... This is what we desire for our youth to feel some kind of belief that things can change. They need our ideas, not our not so much our protest or our anger, but our ideas. 
And so if we are able to manifest ideas, then we can see a difference in their lives. We'll be able they will be able to make a difference. And if you are someone who is distressed about what is happening, then rather than think about who to punish, think about how to be inspired. And if you have ideas, think of ways you can create them. So we are willing if we are willing then we can then we can make a difference. So why? This is why it's important. This is why it's important. For us to be able to make a difference. So this is why we want you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 so that you can hear the wisdom of our guest today. And this is why we are so concerned when we see the despair in our youth because they're not seeing ideas. They're seeing helplessness, and we don't want to show them helplessness. And this is why we are highlighting our help, our guest today. And we want you to call in 
So we're going to bring on our co-host, and then we're going to bring on our guest. And we want you to call in 515-605-9325 and press 1 when you're ready to speak, or 515-605-9891. And we are so pleased to have with us our American Muslim 360 family that is joining us live. And I want to say thank you to our engineer today, Mama Joy, who has saved the day. Thank you so very much. (laughs) We appreciate you. (laughs) And Grand Rising. Grand Uh, Rising. Brother Kareem, are you with us? Yes, I'm here, and uh, it's, I'm grateful to hear a Mama Joy is engineering for you. <laughs> yes. Good morning, Mama Joy. Grand rising. Good morning. Good grand rising. We have some mothership yeah. going on now. <laughs> right. There we go. This is a certain kind of karma for me. Mama Joy landed. probably understands that, yes. <laughs> so we're excited because we've got our guest with us, Laventina. Martin of Oopsburg to go, and we're so excited. We're going to bring her on in just one moment, and we invite you all to give us a call, 515-605-9891 or 515-605-9325, and press 1 when you're ready to speak, and we are going to open your mic and get your thoughts because we value what you have to say. And this is a day that we want people to feel the hope of new exciting ideas and to believe in themselves so that they know that we have within us the solutions to every challenge we're facing. We're always given inspiration, and if we would just listen to the voice of inspiration, we can create the businesses that we need that solve our problems. And all of our problems can be easily solved when we work together. So we're excited to find someone who has solved a problem and has made it possible for us to learn how to go through the process of creating and maintaining a successful, profitable business and is going to take us through the process of what she did to overcome what many of us have discovered is a block that we have, a feeling that we don't have the capacity to do something, and a a tendency to be dependent on others to create for us what we have the power to create for ourselves. So I am so excited 
to bring to you someone who can inspire so many with her achievements. And before we come, she comes on uh, to tell us about her company, we're going to take a quick break. And Mama Joy, if you would just play with us, uh, play for us. Um, the ad, uh, the female solution uh, uh, book ad, I believe that's what it is, <laughs> and the uh, HWPL ad. Got it. And okay. the uh, the media connection ad. Just you know those three, and then we'll come on back and introduce to you our guest who is a fantastic person. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Do you want to live in a world without war? Join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. us make a difference in the life of a student. We need you to spread the word that CWSC is offering. You are tuned in to the Soulful Chicago Book Fair 2020 Vision Fundraising Campaign. That's right. You can support the vision of reviving black literary excellence in this city by simply taking your $20 or more and donating it on our website. Visit www.soulfulchicagobookfair.com and click the Donate tab on our homepage. Or give us a call at 646-359-6605 and we welcome you, helping us breathe literary life into the south side of Chicago. Assalamu alaikum. This is Edward Willis, advisor at Graceline Community, asking you to join me 
in supporting community-wide Shura Conference and American Muslim 360. Make your tax-deductible contribution today at cwsc.us or phone in your pledge to 910-317-0297. Again, make your tax-deductible contribution today at cwsc.us or by phone at 910-317-0297. Together, we can remake the world. Thank you. All right. And we Peace are and back. Blessings. I'm DeLacy Umar Phillips, producer and oh. host of the Dynamic Islamic Space <laughs> Program, preparing to make it in the land of plenty. Someone is playing PSA from the studio board here. The number one on in the nation. I'm okay, no problem. Respected your voice, protected. We we have uh, (laughs) we have overcome quite a few challenges. I don't know who's on the platform. So on on so Wednesdays, let me let our our guests here on our uh, Facebook and YouTube channel know. On Wednesdays, we're on two different radio stations. We're actually broadcasting simultaneously on American Muslim 360 channel along with the Female Solution. So Mm -hmm. generally, when we go to commercial break, you know, they play a set of commercials, we play a set of commercials. Uh, We had to do our connection a little differently today. As you know, we had some interesting challenges this morning. Uh, but we've managed to overcome all of them and bring to you this fantastic guest that you need to know so that we can all be inspired. So I want to bring to our listening and viewing audience, and we are live now on the Female Solution YouTube and Facebook channel, so you can tune in and write in your comments, and we'll see if we can pull them up for our listening and viewing audience and share them. we got Mama Joy handling our switchboard, and so if you call in 515-605-9325 and press 1, she can open your mic, and we can have you speak to our exciting guest today, La Venita Martin, and her company is one that you can see in major places. It's vending machines, and she's got some products that you don't always see in vending machines but are definitely needed. So thank you for joining us today, Lavanita Martin. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it. Yes, you're... <laughs> hey, you got applause already. <laughs> yes. Now I'm going to see if I can raise the volume just to make sure we can hear us both. Okay, yeah, that's good. All right, yeah, I think that's better. Okay. All right. Oh, fantastic. Yes, now we hear your wonderful voice. So now, Lavanita, give us some background as to what was the inspirational moment that made you create your company. Tell us the story, please. Okay, um, how far back do you want me to come? <laughs> well, I guess maybe, you know, back to the moment when, you know, you realized that this was a need and, you know, decided to okay, create. Well, 
let me go back maybe just a little bit before I actually realized what the need was. Um, I'd like to begin with the fact that I have always, as a child, had an entrepreneurial spirit. I didn't know that's what it was, but, you know, fast forward, I realized that I had that as a child. And um, I was always trying to create something where I could generate some type of revenue. Um, but by not having any type of, you know, professional knowledge, so to speak, um, I would always start something and stop. But the desire was always there to create something where I could generate some type of money. So I began uh, attending a church that offered um, business classes uh, specifically, you know, to create and develop a, a business. And so um, I started attending this class. And before I made the decision to start the class, um, there was a minister at my church that was very inspirational when it comes to trying to start businesses. And he made a comment that I grabbed a hold of and I implemented it. And that was, he said, I guarantee you, if you pray for the next 30 days for a business idea, that God will give it to you. And I've heard people say those type of things before and never really try to implement anything. But for some reason, <laughs> I grabbed a hold of that and I did it. And that was in November of 2008. And I prayed for 30 days and, you know, God gave me a business idea. It wasn't anything elaborate, shouting, screaming, and jumping. It was just a quick little prayer. So fast forward to June of 2009, uh, I was at Walmart with my daughter and my granddaughter. And at the time, my granddaughter was about 14 months old. She was still wearing diapers. And um, my daughter, she says, Mom, I only have one diaper. And that was a crisis for us because we were not um, anywhere near our home, and we weren't even planning on going home. We were at Walmart to get a couple of items for a family event that we were about to attend. And so out of desperation, we began to look around Walmart to see if we could find a small quantity of diapers because, you know, obviously we had diapers at home, um, but we couldn't find anything. And out of desperation, before we were about to leave the store, we went back the baby department just to see maybe perhaps we overlooked something and lo and behold we noticed that a package of diapers was open um and so my daughter she looked at me like okay i think we got we got a problem solved here and she was about to go over there and grab some and i was like no i said if you take those diapers that's considered stealing and we won't be blessed and as soon as I made that comment, that's when a light bulb went off. It's like, wow, okay, this is a problem, and I want you to solve it. I heard that deep in my spirit. This is a problem, and I want you to solve it. And when I heard that in my spirit, I became so excited. Instead of just, you know, blowing it off, I received it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a problem because, look, somebody else was in the store prior to 
you know, us being in here, and they decided, you know, we need some diapers so bad that we're going to actually take some. And so fast forward, that's when I started attending business school because, you know, I had tried different things in the past regarding the business, and it wasn't successful, or either I just gave up on it, or uh, the inspiration was gone, or whatever you want to call it, I just would drop it. But this particular situation was, I truly believe, was God-inspired, God-ordained, um, basically because of the way it all came about. So I went to business school, and the class that I was in, we were always motivating each other. You know, when we finish school, we're going to launch our business. We're going to be successful. I was hearing all these positive things, and I, I held on to it. I took it seriously because I said, yes, this time, I'm going to move forward and nothing's going to stop me. Mm. You know, not unless, you know, God says turn left, then I'm going to turn left. Other than that, I'm going forward with this business. And so sure enough, we graduated in June. And by December of that same year, I launched my very first vending machine um, at a mall out here in the south suburbs. And, um, Pretty much everything else is history in a sense. I mean, of course, I can go into more details, but that was when I uh, launched my very first um, machine, which was in December of 2010. I, I launched my very first machine. And I also want to just interject that in my vendor machine, I don't just, I, I have more than just diapers. I have diaper bag essentials because I realized that, um, yeah, we needed diapers at that moment, but there are also situations because as a grandmother and a mom, I would find myself in situations where we lost the pacifier. And my granddaughter, if she didn't have that pacifier, it was trouble. It, it mm. just, the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> it was the time to go home. <laughs> you know, it was over with. Or either, you know, try to go someplace and get another pacifier, but depending on where you are, that may not be logical. So with that being said, I offer diaper bag essentials, such as the diapers, wipes, pacifiers, baby bottles, um, anything that you pretty much put in your diaper bag is in the machine. I also include snacks. I have a, an array of snacks because I also try to provide not only snacks that will work for a baby or an infant, but also for older people like ourselves. Mm, yeah. Especially if a mom is stressed out. Oh man, I found this diaper. I'm so happy. I'm excited. I got the fire. I need a candy bar break. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need some potatoes real quick. Oh yeah. So I have those items in there as well. So, um, like I said, my first machine was launched in uh, a mall in the south suburbs in 2010. And since then, there's been a lot of different very variables in my story, in my journey, in terms of what I've gone through to get to where I am right now. And I'll fast forward and say that right now I have seven machines, and they're in O'Hare International Airport. Wow, wow. Inside three different terminals. Um. And, you know, prior to going into O'Hare, I did my business all these years on my own. I didn't hire anybody. I did everything. I serviced the machines. I bought the product for the machine. 
I did uh, inventory, uh, upkeep, um, just everything. I did it all. I wore all the hats for maintaining my business for all of these years until I entered in O'Hare. And that's when everything changed because I had to hire people, which I found intimidating because I, it was always mm-hmm. me. But wow. I had to go through a growing process of, you know, showing God was just showing me what I was made of and what I could do. And when the time came to hire some people, I was really intimidated when it came to just even going into O'Hare. That's a, that's another story in itself. Um, entering into such a huge uh, airport, um, taking my business to such a much bigger level, was really somewhat intimidating, but it's like God just took my hand and said, you can do this, and he guided me step by step through the process. He brought all the people that I needed to make this thing happen, Mm. Um, and it was supernatural the way he did it. Uh, So let me go back, if I may, to how I got into O'Hare. I, I don't know if you guys would like to hear that story, but um, I can yeah. share it. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's a major achievement, getting into a, yeah. a, a, a an international airport. I mean, that takes your business global. You've got people coming yeah. in and out from everywhere, and I can just imagine, because I know I have, I have traveled – with my child when she was still in diapers on an airline. And I can just imagine the relief that a, a mother would feel coming through an airport and knowing that, they, you know, their crying child needs a diaper. They can't get to their luggage, you know, can't get the stuff that's right. packed away and they need the diaper and there's a vending machine. I can just imagine the relief. So tell us that story. Yes. How did you get into international, the, the O'Hare International Airport? Well, um, I started going through the process maybe about three years into being a a businesswoman. I got my certifications with the city of Chicago. So I received the uh, the WBE, the MBE, all those acronyms. I I got all those certifications. But the major one that really helped me get into um, the airport was an ACDBE, which is an airport concessions, disadvantaged, uh, what is it, disadvantaged business enterprise. That was one of the major uh, certifications that I received because it allows you to do business with the airport. And basically that certification, it will, um, it's, it's, it's specifically for small business owners. It gives small business owners an opportunity to do business with such a, a, a large uh, entity such as the airport. And so that was back in 2014 when I received that certification. And so it was always my desire to be in the airport because I felt like that would be the best connection, the best fit for my business. However, from 2014 up until 2020, it was always a situation where, well, we're not taking any proposals, you know, we're not looking for your type of business. It was always something wherein they just were not interested. And so 
as we all know, in 2020, the pandemic hit. And, of course, our world was turned upside down, and we had to learn how to do things differently. And so in July of 2020, I received an email. Now, mind you, from 2014 up until 2020, I would periodically get emails from the um, Chicago Department of Aviation, you know, saying, well, we're offering workshops to show you how to do business with the airport. I would get those all the time, and I was like, I, I, I know the script. I, <laughs> I need to go further. And they need, as a sidebar, they need to have classes about how to prepare a proposal. That's what they need to do. Um, but I guess that's too much of a perfect desire within a perfect world, which is not what we have. But anyway, um, I uh, I uh, got this email, and um, they were looking for companies that had vending machines, kiosks. They were also looking for people, I shouldn't say people, but they were looking for businesses that had an online type of service where people could download their apps and have the products sent to them because remember this is COVID and we're not trying to have any type of human contact. So vending machines, um, apps, things of that nature were in alignment with what they were trying to do. So I was really excited about it and I was like, yes, this this is this is it. Mm. So I <laughs> it was it all right. Wow. <laughs> so I, I, I get the proposal. And um, the proposal was extremely intimidating. It was over yeah. 100 pages. Wow. Wow. A 100-page proposal. Thinking, I, what? Yes. That, 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 most people look at that and say, oh, no, never mind. Right. Um, I'm thinking, you know, I've done businesses with, with the mall. You know, you sign a little contract. It's a couple pages long. You kind of review and boom, you're in. Mm-hmm. Not, this, this was something totally different. So what I did was I reached out to my um, alumni, the business school that I attended, and I told mm-hmm. them what was going on and, you know, I need some help. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of gave me a feel about what you need to do and, you know. What were some I of the things? Proposals, there were 300 pages long, you know, well, what, do it. Well, what are some of the, the words of advice they gave you about this 100-page proposal? How can you do it? Just, well. They were basically just saying just answer the questions, and I said to myself, well, that's what I'm doing. But I felt like something was missing it should be more than just that and some of the wording was was intimidating because I wasn't quite sure what they meant mm. and it's like there was nobody that could call and say well could you read number read question number 54 because I'm not quite sure exactly what they're saying what it is that they need from me mm-hmm. there was nobody to really help me with that yeah. and I couldn't reach out to um, Chicago Department of Aviation because they had thousands of people, you know, now they did have a format set up where in between the 10th and maybe the 30th, well, less than that, the window was very small, where if you had any questions, you could reach out to them. Well, I mean, come on, I, I need more than that. I need someone <laughs> need to a tutor. <laughs> yes. and kind of go through it step by step. So anyway, they when I reached out to the schools, you know, like I said, they said just answer the questions. So I started doing it. I answered the questions and I sent it off. And I think yeah, I sent it off. Well, first no, of all, wait, first, wait, wait, let me 
let me just say this. Before I even sent off the questions, you know, based on the information that he gave, when he told me that, I told myself, I can't do this. This is enough. Yeah. A <laughs> hundred pages of questions, don't understand some of the words. No, I can't do it. <laughs> I'll just, you know, you know, there'll be another opportunity. I know I'm not going to do this. So the proposal set for two weeks. Wow. They found it in my spirit. You know what? You never know what the result will be if you don't try. That's right. That's right. So I started answering the questions. I sent it to him. So can you, can, you, can you remember any of the questions that you can give us an example of what kind of questions you had to answer on this 100-page proposal to, to get this vending machine into international, you know, O'Hare International Airport? I, I really can't remember. Um, I mean, other than your name and you know, the business know location. You know about when, you, when did you start the business? You know, what kind of products are you offering? What's the price range? Those are some of the basic things that I remember because I yeah. can't put answers for those. Yeah. But then, you know, they wanted to know what percentage are you ACDB and how much percentage are you willing to give off? And I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, Okay. Mm. And so I, I 
pushed through it, and I submitted the contract. They didn't want it. They, you know, they changed their minds. But guess what? When somebody else comes with a similar offer like this, I already got the contract in my back pocket. Yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready for it. Yeah. So I looked at it, that as a learning experience, but it would have not been a learning experience if I had not tried to give this company or make a deal, I could say, with this company. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so. Every, know, every, I, and I, that's I, another I, lesson. Oh, yeah, that's another yeah. lesson, though. Every, every. Every experience teaches us something, and nothing is wasted. So even if you think you failed at something, it really was not a failure. It was a preparation. Right. Yeah. Even being on your show, you know. <laughs> hey. This is like my, my third radio interview, and mm-hmm. I remember when I had my first one, of course, it was a, doing a situation where we weren't doing anything, and um, I, was, <laughs> I was so nervous. <laughs> And you couldn't even see my face back then. It was just wow. I was nervous. But now I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do this. I'm ready. Uh, see, perfect. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I definitely want to thank you for your patience. Behind the scenes, things happen. You have no idea. But, you know, we're, my, my philosophy is the show must go on. So right. we, may, we make it happen no matter what. <laughs> so I'm so grateful that here and you are. That's what I had to do with, that, with, yes. with the contract. I had to get it together. It took me 30 days. And one of the one of the highlights of that process was my daughter came by, and the proposal was laying on the bed because I had to ship it off the next day. Mm-hmm. She picks it up and she thumbs through it. She's like, "Man, mom, I never could have done this." Wow! Said, you did it. Wow! Like, <laughs> yeah, I did. I I got it done. And it was funny once I sent it off. It was like maybe 30 days later. I'm calling them. I'm like, okay, so did you guys get the proposal? What do you think? What do you think? Miss mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Martin, it's going to take us a while before we can get back with you. And I was like, <laughs> go somewhere and sit down and chill. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, as I did all that work, I want some feedback, like, today. Okay? For real. Tell me something. Was it good? Did you like it? <laughs> right. But you know what? In hindsight, it wasn't that long before they reached out to me. I had to submit the, um, I submitted the um, proposal October the 2nd, and on December the 14th, they reached out to me, and they said, we looked at your proposal, and we want to interview you. Ooh. I was like, okay, okay, you want to interview me? Right. Okay, this, this is looking good. They didn't say we want you, but you want to talk to me? Okay, let's talk. Mm. So we had the interview January 6th, and then, you know, okay, another waiting game. We'll get back with you. So on March the 12th of 2021, I opened up my emails on a Friday, and guess where I was? I was in Walmart's parking lot waiting for them to drop off some groceries in my car because we were still in the midst of the pandemic. But did you hear what I said? Wow. I was in Walmart. Wow. Wow. And guess who was sitting beside me in the car? My granddaughter. Wow. That is amazing. So I opened up the email, and they said, you know, congratulations. We want to, you know, we're, we're we want to offer an opportunity to be in the airport. You know, it is under the conditions that the um, the, the city has to vote you in, um, but we we want you. 
And wow. we'll get back with you in terms of when we'll have the vote. So the city council has to vote you in. Oh, wow. And when I started reading that, Naima, wow. here's the story. Wow. Wow, you about to make me cry. Wow. My backdrop is, is about to fall, you guys. Hold on. I, I got to fix this. <laughs> Well, you know, one of the things that, that we are really excited about is the fact that I'll just say it that uh, we have a real success story here, and that that is exciting for everybody to know that if you put forth the effort, you can do it. And that's, that's the lesson we all need to learn. How many of us don't? move our businesses forward because we're intimidated by some paperwork. Right. First thing they start asking you, Will, give us give us 10 years tax returns. Give us five years tax returns. And, you yeah. know, how many of us are so raggedy with our taxes? We don't have filing. We don't know if we filed it right. You know, don't file at all because, you know, people are trying to figure, well, if I file the taxes, then, they'll, then I'll owe money. I, don't, I can't afford to pay any, you know, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. How many of us won't, won't get incorporated or get a, a, a an official business license to be legit uh-huh. because uh-huh. we're afraid of the government. We're afraid of the IRS. So we're, uh-huh. we're you know, doing cash-based business where there's no uh-huh. no tracing of how much we make. So if we were asked to document our income, we don't have any paperwork. I mean, how many of us are doing this year after year uh-huh. after year so we can't uh-huh. take our businesses to that next level? And this is where we get stuck. So I'm so glad that you're taking us through this process because there's so many people who are in business, but they haven't done the things that would give them the tools they need to take their business to that higher level where they can, they can negotiate contracts with major government entities because they don't have the paperwork and they're afraid because they don't – maybe they didn't go to business school. Maybe they don't have any – Mentors, they can ask for advice, and so they and and like many of us, first-time entrepreneurs in our families, we don't have any family members that can tell us how to do this. They're they're telling us, well, just forget that stuff and get a job. So, you know, we 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 go through trial and error, and when we make mistakes and lose money, because every mistake in the business you've lost money, then we 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 get discouraged, and then people talk about us. Yeah, I told you, just leave that stuff alone and go on to get you a job. But you realize every job is created by somebody who had the courage to yes. go into business. That's where go. jobs are created. So, Kareem, would you like to? Uh, oh, we got to take a break, and then when we come back, we'll get some uh, comments from our co-host and and, uh, and Mama Joy. Let us know if we've got uh, any callers on the switchboard. And you are listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV Show, and we're talking to businesswoman Lada. Martin. And she's got a business that many of us need, and she's taking her company to the next level, and you can do the same. So we'll be right back. Tune in to Sofa Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn you into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life, and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. 
So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. Hey, it's time to take charge of your health. I'm Viata, your holistic life coach, and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, I'm here on The Female Solution to empower you to make choices that will assist your evolution to abundant health. I'm also blogging every Sunday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at Soul Purpose Healing, where I bring you a spiritual chiropractic adjustment to bring you back into alignment with our Creator's love, compassion, and wisdom. Join me every Friday morning at 8 a.m. and Sunday evening at 8 p.m. for a time of unity, enlightenment, and love vibrations. Shalom. Have you ever dreamed of going to exotic places, meeting fascinating people, enjoying uplifting music, and spending nights in a luxurious hotel? Do you look forward to a relaxing vacation where you can walk along the beach or sit in a quiet park and enjoy the sunset or sunrise? Whether you're flying around the world or driving across the country, we will share travel tips that will help you stay safe while you enjoy the journey. Uh, Join me every third Saturday of the month, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, and move around with the board here on the Female Solutions Show. Call in and comment, 515-605-9325, and press 1 to speak. So I don't have a way of you, you know, so we'll just have to see what we Yeah, but what is happening is, what is happening is, it, it's overlapping. Our PSAs and hers are overlapping at the same time. Yep. Yeah, but I can still hear we are her presentation. And we're excited. Okay. They share with each other the various benefits. Yeah. So one of the things that we're learning in this process is that everything can be done, but we have to believe in ourselves and get over the fear. Mm-hmm. This is where we have been stuck for a long time as a people. And, and we've got a lot of listeners who, you know, know the history and talk about the history of what happened to us in this country. 
the dependency syndrome that we're still striving to break through. Mm-hmm. And the people along the way that have tried to help us break through it. Right after the Emancipation Proclamation and many who had been previously enslaved were said, okay, now you can go. And they're like, go where? You know, we've been taken care of all these years. So first you had to get rid of the idea that you don't know how to do what other people know how to do. That's That's been a big challenge. Sojourner Truth, who is known as a great orator for the cause of freedom, was she went to Washington to try to convince President Lincoln to give the land out in the West to the newly freed people so that they could develop the self-sufficiency and basically learn how to do for themselves because they had been conditioned to feel helpless for so long. And she said, slavery is never going to die out. It has to be learned out. Mm-hmm. And that's still true today. We, we always talk about the businesses that are in other communities and people get angry. Well, somebody should, should give us jobs and, and give us business. Well, they can't give you a business if you don't see yourself as running a business, if you don't see yourself as having the capacity to create what you need, just like you did to create something that fulfills a need, mm-hmm. if you don't see yourself as able to do it, then the inspiration doesn't come to you, and then the ideas and then the opportunities don't come either. They're all here. Everything we need is already here. It's the mindset that isn't there, and it's so significant what happened with you saying, if, if we steal this diaper then we won't be blessed by you not allowing the diaper to be stolen. Then you came up with inspiration. This is the problem. You need to solve it. And and now you have a business that solves the problem. So every problem in our community is an opportunity for a business. And how often do we, matter of fact, one of our, our longtime listeners, L.A. Davis from from uh, Central Florida, he's always telling us the story of how there was this abandoned building that sat vacant for, you know, decades, and then one night, overnight, this group of, 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 you know, Hispanics came in, and, you know, they came in with their, 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 their their, you know, lumber and saws and hammers and nails and everything, and they remodeled this house overnight and made it habitable, and then sold it, you know, rented it out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it had been sitting there vacant and dilapidated all the time. Nobody in the black community thought to just renovate it. Get together with all your carpenters, your your electricians and plumbers, just combine your skills and revitalize this house and make it habitable. Nobody thought to do it. Someone else whose mind had not been conditioned to be dependent saw an opportunity in that abandoned house as, income property, and came and made it happen overnight. They remodeled that house. And so the man that was telling the story, he he literally broke in tears because the realization was that we are so damaged mentally, we can't see opportunities and make it happen, and other people do it like it's nothing. 
Mm-hmm. So we got to think, well, what is it that's keeping us angry at everybody else because they won't give us a job instead of creating the thing that we need because with every problem is an opportunity to solve it. That's what businesses do. They solve problems. Mm-hmm. So you've demonstrated how to overcome one of the biggest blocks that we have, and that's mm-hmm. fear, fear of our own inadequacy. And we will blame racism and everything else. And you could have looked at that and, and looked at that 100-page proposal and said, oh, this is racist. They, they just don't want me to have this business. And put it down and never pick it up again. Because so many of us, that's what we do. When somebody gives us a stack of papers and say, well, provide us this documentation, answer these questions, we freeze. And then we call names and get mad and don't do it. And then we call names to the foreigners who come in and they got the concession stands at, 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 and, and, and everything. At the the at all the public transportation sites, and we're hollering racism because we didn't think to pull our people together and open a concession stand at the transportation site. You know, people getting on and off trains are gonna be hungry. Somebody thought, okay, why not put a little shop here, and you can you, know, you buy your newspaper, you buy snacks. Mm-hmm. Simple. They solved the problem. We could have done it. We didn't do it, and now we're mad because they did it. And then we want want to holler racism. It's not racism. Yeah, it's our well, I just gonna say, you know, it's interesting what you're saying because city council had to vote my business and about nine other businesses that they accepted the proposals. They had to vote us in, mm-hmm. and so um, there were a couple of African American businesses, and I think there may have been maybe one Hispanic business. Mm-hmm. It was nine companies, mm-hmm. and so like I said, we had aldermen from across the city. And um, they had to vote us in. Mm-hmm. And so there was one particular alderman who was very upset. He felt that the Hispanic community did not get the fair, they did not get the email, they did not get an opportunity to try and, you know, take part in this opportunity. Yeah. And so he's like, I, before I vote, I need to go and check with from different people, I guess, part of his, his office or his staff to find out, you know, when was this email sent out and mm. how, where was it sent. He wanted more detailed information about this because he felt that there weren't, um, the, the Hispanic community was not informed and that it wasn't fair. Mm. Um, and so he, he came back on because, you know, he left the call. He came back on when it was time to vote. And so he voted no against us going in. Really? Fortunately, he was part of the minority Mm. because obviously, you know, everybody else voted yes. But, you know, he just felt that the whole process was not fair. And I thought to myself, well, you know, there there wasn't like there weren't any Hispanic businesses that got that opportunity or that Mm -hmm. actually got in. I can't remember the numbers. I have to look at some paperwork. But he was ready to say, you know, well, it's not fair. You know, usually all the Hispanic community know. And so, you know, I get what you're saying in terms of, you know, uh, people want to jump on the on the racist card type of thing. You know, it's not politically fair or whatever the case may be. Um, but, uh 
I look at it, and, and let me also just say this. When mm-hmm. we entered into the um, airport, which was on December 14th, it was cold that night. Mm. And we were really hustling, trying to get it in. We had to put in four machines. I started out with four, and about six, three or four months mm-hmm. later, I should say, I put in the other three to give me a total of seven. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're still trying to find our bearings, you know, where to put the machines, trying to make sure we're following all the airport guidelines. Because even just working in the airport as a vendor is 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 is, is very, you know, I don't want to say technical, but there are a lot of guidelines because we're talking about an international place. We're talking about security issues that we always have to address. We have to be safe. So you can't just come walking up in there with anybody talking about this is my buddy, he's gonna help me out type of thing. Mm. You have to follow the protocol. Yeah. And so by us being new, we wanted to make sure that we were doing everything, get it done accurately, get it done mm-hmm. correct. And it was a lot of pressure. We were very stressed out. And it was mm. late at night. But anyway, we finally finished and I was walking past a group of people who happened to be of a different race from myself. Mm-hmm. A group of guys, and they walked past me, and they were having a conversation, and I heard one guy say, why are they bringing all these vending machines up in here? And mm. one of the guys says, oh, well, you know, they got to let those minorities in. They got to give them, they got to let them in. And I thought to myself, wow. you know what? Yeah, they do, and I'm glad they did, and I'm <laughs> going to come up in here, and I'm going to show you how we minorities going to rock this thing. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yes. Like, like we shouldn't have this opportunity. I know. Hey, that's right. Yeah. Okay. And you know, as a sidebar, I did. You know, I, I think that some people were kind of concerned about me coming in. You know, would I be able to handle it? Yeah. You know. Um. And you know, but God, He had my, He got my back. That's you know, right. He was, like I said that. earlier, That's He right. gave me all the resources that I need. I have an amazing team of only two guys. Wow. Two wow. guys that work with me. Yeah. And they, they, TCK Solutions. That's the name of the company. Mm-hmm. And they are phenomenal. They have my back, not one hundred percent, but a thousand percent. Mm. When my machines go down, they're there. If, if something is, doesn't look right at the airport, they're on Miss Martin, this is going on, that's going on. They are they're my right hand man. Men. They they, they they are made they are amazing and you know, it's not always easy to get good help. Yeah, and I without <laughs> even really looking, they're kinda of like selling my lap. That's you know? great. And, and 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 when I before I went in, I just got to put this in there. I got to I got to tell you guys about TCK Solutions. Mm. When I found out that I had this contract, and this just goes to show you how when it's something for you, and, and, and you're in the proper alignment, resources will come. You just gotta yeah. believe it. You, you just can't just say, "Oh, it's not." No, just just hold on. That's another thing we gotta learn is patience. Yeah, gotta be patient, patience and discipline and consistency. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So here I am with these this proposal. Well, this was actually before they even confirmed it that I was in. 
But I was like, I'm thinking positive. I'm, I'm, I'm believing this. I said, I got to get my machines ready because if they're going in the airport, I can't have them breaking down. Right. My machines were not brand new. They were used machines. Oh, wow. So I wanted to put in some credit card readers because, you know, we're at the airport. I right. had one credit card reader, reader on the four machines that I had. Mm-hmm. Only one credit card reader. Oh. And so I was trying to find the guy that originally put the first one in. He was blowing me off. He he didn't want to be bothered. Oh, no. work anymore. Oh, no. So I'm, I'm pulling my hair out trying to find, find somebody that can help me. Yeah. So I reached out to my school again, and um, the guy that was, <clears throat> excuse me, that was helping me with the proposal, he's like, you know, I know this guy. He's trying to start his business. He does small appliances. Small appliances now, like mm. we're talking about. We're talking about uh, uh, wash machines, things like that, not mm-hmm. a vending machine. Mm-hmm. However, maybe he can help you. I call him up. We talk. When we had our first conversation, I felt like I had known that man all my wow. life. Wow. Wow. He, he didn't even seem like a stranger. So he comes over. He looks at the machine. He told me. He said, I've never done this before. But, you know, it's like a plug-and-play or plug-and-pull or whatever that technical, well, mm-hmm. not technical, but that <laughs> mechanical technology yeah. that they use. I was like, you can plug-and-play and pull and push. I don't care, but if, if you think you can do it, <laughs> okay. go right in. Yeah. So, to make a long story short, he, he put the, uh, the uh, credit card readers in all of my machines. Wow. However, as we were going through this process, we were like, well, you need to tweak this, or you need to try to fix that, or this needs to be like this, you know, just to really mm. make them look really good. Yeah. Do you know he did all of that work for me, and it took a whole mm-hmm. year. Wow. From December of 2020, that's when I met him, and we went in December 2021. So all of 2021, we were basically rehabbing, rebuilding those machines. Wow. So now, when they go out there, we don't have to worry about anything breaking down because we pretty much rebuilt them. Wow. That is And the great thing about it was, this was a godsend because guess what? Once Mm. he put in those credit card machines, uh, credit card readers, he didn't Mm. charge me for anything. Wow. Because you know what? This is another thing the audience needs to be aware of. He saw a bigger picture. Yeah. just putting in those credit card readers. Because guess what? I hired him just to put in those credit card readers, but now he's my side. He's, he's my, my right-hand man. Mm. He works with me now. He ended up getting a job. Wow. making a sacrifice of helping me get in. Yeah. He's like, Miss Martin, whatever it takes, I'll get you in that airport. Wow. So fast forward, we, we're in, and now we're trying to figure out who's going to service these machines. He's like, I'll do it, and I'll wow. bring on my nephew. Wow. So twice a week, they go out there and they service those machines. And that's a regular job now. Yes. Anybody <laughs> knows those machines? He knows the machines because he rebuilt them. He rebuilt them. That's powerful. So now he has he does a restocking of of uh, all the yes. things, all the yes. um, items and everything. Yeah. Well, I, I know my family has to come back in town in another month for my niece's graduation. I'm gonna have to look for your vending machines and just buy something out of there just because they're there. <laughs> when you come to when you come to O'Hare, look for our machines. <laughs> buy something <laughs> just because. <laughs> 
Matter of fact, my my uh, niece has a baby that's still in diapers. Yeah, get get a diaper out the machine. Get get a candy bar. Get whatever it is. To buy some out these vendors. Now, how can they find what 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 is the title that's on your uh, vending machine? Okay, so it, you can see the, the, the logos on the side. They're blue. They're blue mm-hmm. machines. Yeah. And the company is blue stripes ago, and it has a big baby's head. All right. On the logo. Um, and they're in Terminal 3 and Terminal 1 and Terminal 2. Right. Oops, diapers to go. Yes. Yeah. Oops, diapers, the number two, go. Oops, diapers to go. So, yeah, look, look, look for those vending machines. Uh, we have our, our travel show on uh, uh, the, the third Saturday, uh, Deborah. <laughs> We're going to make sure we mention, uh, if you're traveling, going on here, look for Oops Diapers to Go Vending Machines. <laughs> yeah. You got it right, Naima. You got it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I would like to just share something that, that really has turned my, my story full circle. Uh, back in December during the Christmas holidays, I don't know if you guys remember, but uh, we had a couple of uh, snow issues. Yeah, snow in, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And um, we were we we were so busy trying to keep those machines full. Wow. And um, that was an opportunity. My, my crew my crew went out there one night, and while they were there. One of the guys that worked at the airport was like, "Yeah, we saw um, a newscaster talking about your vending machine." Woo! I like, what? I, I didn't know anything about that. Wow. Well, what happened was, um, I think her name is Adriana. She's a newscaster mm-hmm. uh, on Channel Two, and she was traveling at O'Hare with her baby, mm. and she ran out of diapers. Wow. And so she was trying to figure out what was she going to do. And they said, well, we have some diaper uh, diaper vending machines here at the airport. Wow. And, you know, she was able to get what she needed and took a picture and talked about it on the newscast. Woo! And I was like, see, there was somebody else. Wow. When that happened to me, this baby wasn't nowhere in the horizon. You know, mm-hmm. nobody mm-hmm. even knew about her little baby. You know, there she you probably go. even know she's going to have a baby. But here we are in 2022 with right. someone with a baby who stuck at the airport mm. with the diaper, and my company saw the problem. Wow. That is amazing. Fantastic. Fantastic. Woo! More applause. Well, you know, <laughs> this is inspirational. We got some comments. We got, uh, well, Mama Joy's got a comment. So, Mama Joy, and I know we got our co-host on the line with a comment. And uh, and then we got a call on the line. So Mama Joy, you know, give you a chance to get your thought in first and questions to our guests. Well, well, I know we have a seven three two eight that's been holding the hand up for quite a time. But I just want to congratulate Which, this young lady, um, um, Love and Nita. And uh, what I what I want to say is something that that uh, that maybe ha- can help us. And that is to realize that we're very spiritual people. And so the fears come when we do not know how to have a real true relationship with this divine creator that has put everything in us. And I see La Bonita has her own personal relationship. 
not necessarily as her mother did that gave her her dad or relatives, but it was something that she learned about God, uh, the divine creator in her, because she mm-hmm. kept going forth. She kept trying the spirit. She kept testing yeah. the spirit. And so she, and she acknowledged her, 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 uh, her successes through this and her, her faith. And yeah. so that's something that is missing. And, um, it's like you don't you only know your own divine design if you put it into action. You know, we know we got power. But if we even even the phone is a lot of power, but if we don't know how to use it, if we it's not so much as the fear of going forward for the success, it's how do we get in alignment with the divine power that is in us and agree with that and then move yeah. forward. So Thank you, dear heart. And I also want to know the church and if that particular class was something in the church or these classes for entrepreneurship, something that came from the outside of the church and was introduced so that others can know how they can implement that same kind of process in their churches or organizations for the people that they serve. Thank you. Mm. Yes, thank you for that question. And thank you, Mama Joy. Yes. So the church is Living Word Christian Center, um, Pastor Bill Winston, and the name of the school is Joseph Business School. It's a school that he created um, back in the the 90s, I believe it is. Yeah. And so, um, you know, they've grown over the years. I think they have two semesters, you know, where you can either go in the winter or the fall. And I think at one point they started offering online. So um, it's a nine-month program. And they go, they go over everything and how to set up a, your your business entity, you know, um, how to do uh, your your accounting aspect, marketing, you know, how to do a business uh, a business uh, okay. proposal, plan. a plan, a, a business, business plan. plan. Now, if they had taught me how to do a proposal, I would have pushed it back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's another opportunity to plan. teach how to do a business and plan. Me, yeah. personally, I know a lot of people, you know, and I don't know, maybe I shouldn't say this, but for me, I've always felt when it comes to a business plan, everybody get a business plan, get a business plan, get a business plan. And I always felt like, but it's forever changing. And yeah. if I'm trusting God. God got the plan. All I got to do is tap into him. Well, I'm going to sit down and write a 50-page business plan <laughs> about what our projection going to happen. I didn't know the pandemic was going to come. Yeah, that that was another thing, unforeseen. But, you know, that business plan demand is often another place where we get stuck because, you know, some companies say, well, yeah. what's your business plan? And right. he said, well, I don't, I don't know how to put this in, in words. And so right. they just, you know, again, say, oh, well, you know, I guess I can't right. do it. And they give up. But... All it is is putting your thoughts on paper, and that and and that can't be a thing that intimidates us because it helps you think it out, and it helps right. you foresee possible problems, and it right. also maybe even encourages you to reach out to some people. But now Bill Winston, he's very progressive, and I think we interviewed him years and years ago on one of our other uh, TV shows, The Media Connection. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him on your on your site. Oh yeah, yes, yes. So. This I would I would love for pastors who have all of these members mm-hmm. to offer these kinds of things. Help people become self sufficient. That is our next challenge. Help people to do right. for themselves. So Elijah Muhammad has been saying all the time, do for self, create a business, 
that is the key to our freedom, our success, our family stability. We got to stop being afraid to do it. So, Mama Joy, we got that caller that's been waiting. Let's, let's get them on, and then we'll make sure. Uh, Can we you hear me? So, yes, you have some uh, 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 callers on your uh, switchboard also? No, but I do have a few brief comments. Uh, I, 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 I thank Miss Martin for coming on and sharing her trials and, and uh, success story with us. Uh, and uh, it's good to hear that now, you know, uh, our spiritual realm, you, you know, we are a, a very spiritual uh, people. We are, uh, but what has been neglected is that our spirit is tied to material also. You know, you started off mm-hmm. the show by mentioning the stress and depression that our youth are experiencing. I mm-hmm. heard a report from uh, a uh, health government official stating the uh, the early deaths among African Americans from stroke, mm. uh, stress, uh, heart disease, and he was equating that with the lack of resources in the community in which people live. That adds stress and depression, and and it lends itself to medical difficulties. So it's good to hear that the a church will also address the material needs of the community yeah. in which we live. Um, uh, uh, you know, you say we should offer ideas to our youth. I would suggest yeah. also that we solicit ideas from our, our youth. You know, yes, they them. do have them. Yes, right. Uh, what what skill sets do you possess that you can monetize? You you know, it, yeah. it may sound simple, but look at at how this young lady's business has grown from a simple problem that we all can experience: running out of diapers for our children, out of crisis. Out of crisis comes ideas. Yeah, meeting the meeting the needs of of the community and the people that you live around. Uh, there are three basics that we that that we we need as human beings. That is food, clothing, shelter. Um, we have. In our inner cities, we, we, as you mentioned earlier, and L.A. shared with us on on a previous broadcast about a building that just sat empty. Mm -hmm. And uh, his his families came in with skilled labor and revived that building. We have the same capacity inside of us. Uh, And also, don't fear failure. When you hear success stories from those that are very successful, 
along those stories, they they will share with you how many times they failed. Yeah. But they didn't give up. It's they as if failure up. is a step toward success. You learn from it, you know. So um, yeah. uh, there's so yeah. much to say on this, but we have opportunities right where we live at. But let's inquire of our youth. What skills do you have? What what would what do you want to do? You know, Absolutely. and help educate them along that line. Yeah, and monetize yeah. those skills that that that, that they yeah. all have. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! So from out of difficulty is the relief. The relief is found inside of the difficulty. Yeah. So yes, we have every problem is an opportunity. Yes, right, and let's spark thinking among our youth. Ask them instead of us dictating to them. Telling. Ask them. That, Seek it. fresh ideas from them. I'll stop right yeah. there, my sister. And and yeah. congratulations, Lomanita Martin. Thank you. May God continue to bless you. Uh, you are an inspiration to all of us. We thank you. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much, Kareem. And uh, Viata, our Friday host, says, yes, we need more classes on entrepreneurship, teaching how we can do this. Uh, Mama Joy, before we take a break, we're going to take that call that's been holding a while, and then we'll go to our break, and I'll, I'll see you in the commercials. Yeah, so uh, let's open the mic for that caller. Thank you for your patience. It's 732 Hello, your greetings, Global Transformers. Hey. Hi. Uh, is, All right. Uh, uh, this is uh, Mama D in Chicago, Grand Rising. Uh, Grand you know, Rising. Regarding, regarding the mentality of we can't do what we have always done, but NAA's, Indigenous Native American Africans, forget that they have had 344 years of federal laws against them as a people. And in 1954, segregation uh, was ruled unconstitutional because it only existed, only existed to keep the status of the Negro down. And this was after 246 years of laws that made them a movable property thing called chattel. And the United Nations and former presidents Bill Clinton and George Bush have said the vestiges still exist today. So we need to take that into consideration. Just like today in Chicago, uh, the the, the NAA bed the city, let us purchase the, the houses with the red X's and fix them up instead of tearing them down. But the city refused to do that. And and when uh, we tried to buy vacant uh, buildings, that, that when a, a, a building got vacant in your neighborhood, you wanted your relatives to move in next to you. But the city, mm. because of red tape, would not allow you to have, to purchase that, that uh, property. Yet, when the statue, when 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 they they migrated people in, and they allowed them to have acres of land for free, 
and they could build on, and then they could. Uh, uh, but this was right here in, the, in Inglewood. They gave them vouchers to come into our community and and get this land for for free. And and yet we keep telling ourselves we can't do nothing by ourselves. We have never had the help. And while they were giving these visas for uh, sanctuary settlers and uh, to come in, they were giving us vouchers to force migration because they had torn down public housing. So we're today, God, was just yesterday, our new mayor, he comes in and says, well, you know, there's enough for everybody. They have given to uh what was it hundred and twenty seven million to find houses for some sanctuary seekers plus fifty one million in emergency funds plus the the new mayor is saying we're gonna give them some more funds and do everything we can to help the sanctuary uh, uh seekers that have just arrived free housing, free food, free everything, and they are passing laws, as I'm speaking, in Springfield to allow them to be uh, firefighters and police officers, and we've been trying to get those jobs but cannot do it. And when you consider the, the, the executive order of Barack Obama that gave the sanctuary settlers children, uh, what, what was it? Uh, uh, they can go to graduate school for free, and they have been given this governmental leg up, and we are still saying, pull yourself up. You ought to do for yourself. We have fought in every war and did everything that's humanly possible to pull ourselves up with our footprint boots that don't even have no straps, but yet we don't seem to take that into consideration. Laws to well, put Mama them D, down and laws to put them up. Well, Mama D, uh, we want to address some of the points that you've made. We got to take a break. When we come back, we want to address some of the points that you've made because that's part of the challenge. Part of me, that's part of the challenges that we've got to overcome and to recognize that we have been overcoming a lot of those challenges, but it's a step-by-step process. And one of the steps that we've just taken was to put a whole new set of people in office here in Chicago. The city council is almost totally brand new. There's you know, a few members of the old guard, but we got a whole new set of people, a whole new mayor. And, yes, we have some issues when it comes to people choosing to uh, create obstacles, uh, just like with uh, La Benita, you know, having to be, be approved by the city council and one member saying, well, I don't think it's fair. You know, our people didn't get a fair chance. And then them saying no. You know, we've, we've had issues of conflict over fighting for our share. And there is enough for everybody. We just have to figure out how to share. That's been our biggest challenge because some people have had fear that if we, the African-American people, had the same access to knowledge and skills 
and abilities, then we would take the jobs from the whites. That's what the whole union thing was about, you know, being blocked out of the 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 manufacturing jobs and and the construction jobs and and all of that and and the the building jobs, you know, coming out of slavery, we were the ones that had all the skills. So when we came up north, there was a fear these black people were going to come and take the jobs. So it's the same thing. We're kind of reacting to the immigrants. Oh, they're going to take our jobs. But there's enough work to be done for everybody to be working. Look at the mess there in our isn't. city. There's but enough there work isn't. for everybody, but, but we just need but to, we need to know it and see it. But anyway, Mama D, but hold that thought. We've got to take a break. There isn't. There isn't well, hold that thought. Hold, hold that thought, Mama D, because we've got to take a break. There isn't enough for everybody. There isn't because enough we for everybody. Because we haven't figured out how we haven't figured no, out. No, there isn't enough for everybody. Everybody has what they need. Because we're living in fear. But we got to take a break. I hope you will let me address this. There isn't enough for everybody. We're going to address what you said because that does need to be addressed. But Mama George, we got to go to our commercial place now. Mama, you hold that thought because we're going to address what you said because that is a major thing that we're dealing with and trying to revitalize our entrepreneurship so that we say. When you have 344 years of skin in the game, and they just got here yesterday, it's not the same. Well, we gotta we gotta talk about that. We Hi, this is John Alexander, and I'm Naima Latif. Meet people like you who are making a positive difference in the world. Watch us every day on the Media Connection at www.youtube.com/slash/theMediaConnectionTV. YouTube it. We'll see you soon. There are people who choose to make a positive difference in the world. Our job is to bring you their stories to motivate you to do the same. Join us each week, host John Alexander and Naima Latif, as we bring you the educators, entertainers, elected officials, religious leaders, and community activists whose works are transforming this world. Find out how you can make a difference, too. Be inspired. Watch the Media Connection. Mondays at 5 p.m. and Tuesdays at 12 noon on Cable TV Channel 19 in Chicago. and other cities, check your local cable listings. What if you could live to be 120 years old and remain active, healthy, alert, and vibrant? Our bodies are made up of cells that are constantly rejuvenating. So if we take proper care of ourselves, we can literally defy aging. Join us every Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time to learn about self-cell care from Susan Essentials on the Female Solution Blog Talk Radio Show. Learn how to help your body and yourself feel rejuvenated each day through proper nutrition, sleep, frequency medicine, and many unconventional methods of self-care. I'm Jody Susan. Join me and my amazing guests by calling in at 515-605-9325 and press 1 to speak. We'll help you achieve a breakthrough in your health today. Yeah, 
Make so, it come in. There is no, uh, five, enough for everybody. And we are not the same. We just got off the bus <laughs> yesterday. And we've been here for hundreds of years trying to get something. And then they'll say, they'll leapfrog them in the head of With laws and hundreds of millions of dollars being spent. And then she gonna say, Because when they get around for, for us being part of everybody, everything will be gone. And this is what I'm talking about. Oh, it's enough for everybody. No, it isn't. We wouldn't be on the bottom if it was enough for everybody. Yeah, anyway, I'm going to go back to the, to the phone. I'm on the line. All right, we are back. You're listening to and watching the Female Solution Global Radio TV show. Now, I need you to mute all the mics, uh, um, Mama Joy, um, so we don't get any background noises. We've only got a couple of minutes left. Uh, but uh, Oh, and make sure you open up uh, Kareem's mic just in case we got any callers on his line we haven't gotten to. Um, but Mama D raised some issues that are of great concern to many people listening to shows like this where we say, oh, you can do it, do it for yourself. And I think of people like Booker T. Washington, who saw the challenge that we were facing coming out of uh, a social condition in which people were believing that they had to <laughs> keep African Americans in a position of subjugation and knowing that we needed to evolve out of that and reestablish ourselves with the dignity and respect of all human beings. And so he founded Tuskegee, Mary McLeod Bethune, founded um, Bethune-Cookman College. You had a lot of institutions that met a need. We need people to be educated. We need them to be skilled. We need them to be self-sufficient. That was the need, and we met the need, and we also met resistance. I mean, we know the stories of the lynchings and all of that, and the, which they led to the great migration north. So we know the history of what happened here and the ugliness that still exists here. We know it's here. How do we solve it? Solving the problem comes over time. First, changing the mindset. Getting the power to put people in positions of authority that will create laws that are fair. That's been a long-time evolution. Just look at Barack Obama being the first African-American president and having to learn this whole global scheme of, of the money flow, the, the, the power of politics and warfare, and being a young man and having to manage all of this while the country was in an in a economic crisis. Uh, I, I remember in, in Michelle Obama's book, she talked about how she cried for 30 minutes after leaving the White House, just the relief of letting go of that that stress of having to be perfect because you're the first one setting the, the stage for how they're going to see us as having the power to lead a nation and having to have that that pressure all those years. But that's what, that's what it's about. We have to transform our condition and transform our thinking. If we go into it with a victim mentality, they did this to us, they're holding us back, 
They're trying to keep us down. If we do that, we will not hear the voice of God saying, I'm going to make you able to do this. We won't hear it. We won't hear, we won't hear God's voice because we're too busy listening to our anger. And we won't get the blessing. So if anything, we should learn from Lavanita's story today is that it doesn't matter what other people do. If we got the backing of the Most High, that's who runs the world. Nobody else. When we remember that then we can overcome what anybody else's racism, sexism, or classism wants to do because we belong to the creator of the universe. And that's who makes the decision, even though it's a struggle. But we got to know this so that we go forth with that energy of positive expectation. That's what we got to give to our youth. Right now they're feeling the despair of people won't let us do things, uh, people don't care about us, and that's what they're acting out. We got to change that energy by giving them the hope and the expectation that if we listen to them and they give us an idea, then we'll help them make it manifest. We have to help them see that there is a greater power than anybody else's meanness, and we can do that. That's right. So, Corinne, do you have any uh, calls on your on your uh, switchboard? I want to make sure I give our listeners a chance to to speak their thoughts. Yes, I yes we do. Okay, uh, and uh, we we only have a few moments of broadcast time left, so please be succinct. Go right to the point because we 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 have other callers on the line. I'm opening right. up. Right, you got, you got thirty seconds. Whoever it is, thirty seconds. Make right. your point because we're gonna move to the next. <laughs> please seven zero six six two seven. You state your name and where you're calling from, please. Uh, I said, I'm Agus, Brother Muhammad from the Umar Prophet Muhammad, by the way, of Columbus, Georgia. Uh, going to the title of the program, Women's Solution, when our Muslim women teach our children through the Quran, it's, it's, it's the broadness of what everything been discovered, been talked about this morning. So I'm trying to cover it all in, in the short time as I can. I said, if the Umis can help uh, teach the Quran like they're doing and, and, and give it, a clarity, so that our children will know that you don't run for office. That we've been told if you, if a person runs for a position representing God or, or, or helping somebody, and that that be the last person you vote. So we have to get outside of this structure that we know has never been good over all these years. Not only the 400, they have not been fair to the human being who believes in God since Adam. So we have to remember also that we are the rule of Allah. Allah has put his rule in us. He has put his guidance and the words in us and put in deeds and actions to show other human beings that that uh, uh, this is the correct way to go in pleasing your creator and being true to your soul. So, that's that's so the woman's solution really is what you're working on right now. You know, we just pray a lot that you do. Excellent job like you continue to do. But our children need to know, allow, and harangue. And we can teach them that. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Thank you, brother. We appreciate that. We appreciate the comments. Thank you so much. Make this very clear. When we say Muslim, we mean all human beings. Every human being on this earth. When we, it's not one segment. God sends help to the whole of humanity. So I, I wanted to not separate us in this important subject matter that, that we are uh, addressing. We have Minister Plunkett with us. 
Well, thank so you that's for, something thank you for we that suggestion. That's what I'm going to do. I think we got one more caller. We got to try to squeeze in. Okay. Uh, Enjoy your day. Thanks. Thank you so much, Rashida. We will take that suggestion to the mayor. Uh, every problem is an opportunity for to create a solution. Uh, can we squeeze in that last one, uh, Mama Joy? Four three seven four six three seven. Good morning. Yes. Good morning. Got got about thirty seconds. Good morning, Uh, how are you? Greetings to everyone. I just had a quick question to ask in terms of our people. How is mm-hmm. it that you're supposed to fit into a system that never even included you? You talk. They talk about a constitution. Nobody in that constitution was black. All those people that were slave owners that did that, how does that, how does that allow for us to be a part of a system that didn't ever include us? We need to do our own individual thing and step away from something that will never work for us. It just doesn't work. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate that thought because that is Naima, if you would, Naima, if you would mute my mic, that will allow me to, to end the broadcast here. On yes, uh, yes. Mama Joy, please mute we'll give our, our, our guests a chance to make a last comment before we go. <laughs> Got about a minute left. Uh, Brother so, Malik, Malik, what, give what's your last phone number? Kareem's number is the one that's got a, uh, I, think, I think his area code is 683-something. Six, six, it's a... Yeah. 636-980. Got you. Yeah. Got you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Thanks so much, Mama Joy. So uh, let me get a last, last moment to our guest, Lavanita Martin of uh, Oops Baby Diapers to Go. <laughs> Oops, Oops Diapers to Go. Yes. Um, how can people uh, reach you if they want more information on uh, what you've done. So and- I'm, I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. Please follow me on my YouTube channel at Oops Diapers to Go um, at 154. We've come to the end of our show today, but you can hear every media platforms under Oops Diapers to Go or either under my name, Lavanita Martin. And I just want to thank you for this opportunity to share my business journey with you guys. All right. So if businesses, if, if, if a place wants uh, to have you bring your vending machine, how do they reach you? Um, they can reach me at um, oops, uh, D, the number two, go at yahoo.com. That's my email address. Oops, D to go <laughs> at yeah. gmail.com. All right. So, hey. You think, yeah, I think at, at Yahoo.com. Oh, yeah. oopsd2go at Yahoo.com. If you think your location, the number two, oopsd2, number two, go at Yahoo.com. Yes. If, if you think your location could use some vending machines, and many can, if it's a high traffic area, yeah. get in touch. Yeah. All right. You can reach out to me, and, um, yeah, we can we can see what we can uh, do for you guys. All right. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on and giving us some inspiration. And for those who are concerned about whether or not it's possible for us to overcome the challenges of inequality, yes, we can. What did our president keep saying? Yes, we can. We got to remember that, and we got to believe that, and we got to teach it to our young people. And we have to create a system that is inclusive. 
one that we have is not working, then let's create it. We are creators to the end of our That's right. We are expressing something creative in the universe we call God. And that is a loving energy of creation. So let us be that loving energy of creation. Be a female and create solutions. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. And look forward to having you back soon. You can All always right, visit on my website Alrighty, at com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, India, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, Jungkujung, France, Merci. Spain, gracias, Italy, grazie, Egypt, shukran, Ghana, Medasi, Nigeria, Eshe, South Africa, Ngiabonga, Senegal, Gareth, Kenya, Asante, Israel, Toda, Pakistan, shukriya, Afghanistan, Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Thank you. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 